Did you know that human sacrifice has been around for thousands of years? Well, it has. It was practiced by at least 25 civilizations. And some scientists believe it was actually a lot more. It seems it was mainly used to appease some god or gods. I suppose that's because people value life so much. Because of that, human sacrifice is the highest form of tribute you can pay to a god. If giving your life doesn't make them happy enough to protect your village from being attacked by your enemies, or guarantee a good harvest, or make it rain, then will anything make a god happy? Probably not. Naturally, a writer for the Atlantic magazine, which is now a comedy site, even though most of their readers don't realize that yet, that writer questions whether or not it was a necessary practice, one that held societies together. It kept people in line. Well, I guess if your neighbor or a co-worker was sacrificed to some god, it would make you think twice about complaining about your job, because you could be next. But it's interesting that an article written in a far-left magazine can actually make the argument that there was potentially a good side to human sacrifice. And yet, that very same magazine can't find a single good thing to say about a Republican. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Is it possible that all of these people trying to tear down historic statues and monuments around the United States are just setting the stage for actual human sacrifice? Is statue sacrifice just part of the preliminary rounds? And we're going to get back to the good old days of actual human sacrifice very soon. I bet the Washington Post and the New York Times and, of course, the Atlantic would love that. CNN and MSNBC would endorse it wholeheartedly and probably say it's way overdue, considering the fact that Donald Trump has been president for three years. Of course, human sacrifice would only be practiced on Republicans, starting with President Trump, of course, because he deserves it. Some of the rituals that took place in ancient societies were really weird, but many people on the left are weird too. In fact, they like it when you tell them they're weird. They take it as a real compliment. So jumping from ritual statue sacrifice to human sacrifice isn't a very far stretch for many progressives. One of the earliest rituals came from Japan, and it was called Hido Bashira. When a new building was opened, a maiden was buried at the base of it to protect it from enemy attacks or disasters. Now, some Democrats say that the president has done the very same thing to protect Trump Tower in New York City. They want the House to open impeachment hearings to investigate whether or not it's true. And they want to authorize somebody to dig up the front of the building to find the body. Then, there was one European tribe that would stab someone and then watch them as they would suffer through death spasms. Apparently, they had people who tried to read the meaning of certain spasms. Hey, look, his head went left and right at the same time. I think that means it'll be a good growing season. Crops will be plentiful this year. Too bad for old James that he won't be around to see that. The Aztecs were really into human sacrifice, and they'd kill thousands of people at a time. Many of the victims would have their hearts cut out 
while they were still alive, and then the hearts would roll down the stairs of the pyramids that they built just for these rituals. And they were very big pyramids. I'm guessing that some of the hearts were still beating when they finally got to the bottom of the stairs. What fun those Aztecs had, but their gods were very happy. And there were societies that would conduct the very worst kind of human sacrifice. They would kill children. The Incas and the Mayans did it, among others. They apparently felt that nothing was more important than a child, so the gods would be really impressed if you killed a child for them. Many people believe child sacrifice has disappeared, but it hasn't. It's different than in the past, but it's still done, and it's being practiced on many of our college campuses. Instead of carving out a heart or stabbing someone with a sword, human sacrifice today involves destroying the brains of young college students and then sending them out into the world to try to destroy America. College professors teach them radically dumb things, and these students actually believe them. I guess the parents of these students never taught them how to spot BS. They believe anything teachers or professors say, and they never question anything. They're the perfect vessel to send out into the world to encourage anarchy. The parents are so incredibly dumb that they pay over $50,000 a year, in some cases, to send their kids to what amounts to basic training for radicals. The kids don't learn anything that will help them earn a living, but they do learn how to burn down cities. And they're very good at listening to only one side of an argument. These failed parents can't figure out how to help their children grow up and learn the basics of life, like explaining to them that there are very bad people out there who will use you, and you should learn to recognize who they are and stay away from them. But if you can't avoid them because they're teaching your freshman history class, just don't take them seriously. They're idiots. Make fun of them. Wear your headset in class and listen to Rush Limbaugh. But whatever you do, don't believe anything they say. The radicalization of our colleges and universities has been a problem for many years. It started a long time ago, but really picked up steam in the 60s, and it hasn't slowed down since then. But in the good old days of 60s radicalism, the students would end up taking some mind-altering drugs and completely forget about going out and destroying things, except at big events like the Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Today, many of these radical students aren't even taking drugs, which makes their crazy behavior even harder to understand. Incomprehensible, in fact. At least, if they were high on drugs, you could make excuses for their behavior. But these people are stone-cold sober and still acting like idiots. You'd think that at some point, the parents of these kids would realize that they're wasting their hard-earned money sending their kids to colleges that destroy their minds. They should consider having the kids drop out, send them to a good trade school or something, or, or make them enlist in the military. But they don't do that. I think this is definitely child abuse. The job of parents is to prepare their children for life, to make sure they know a bad professor from a good one and ignore the bad ones. If you can't do that, you shouldn't be having kids. You should have pets instead. 
there will always be one or two dumb kids who actually believe the crap their high school teachers and college professors teach them, but the numbers are getting way too high these days, and it's getting to be a real problem. I wonder, do college professors get together and watch the riots on TV? Do they open up a bottle of wine or mineral water and try to identify students in the crowd who they may have had as students? Do they cheer and take credit for the actions of that kid as they tear down a statue or throw a Molotov cocktail or throw a rock at a cop? Do they say to the other professor something like, Hey, that's Billy Wendell. I had him in Econ 101. He was a tough one to crack, but I finally got to him. He thought he wanted to take ROTC, but by the time I finished with him, all he wanted to do was tear up the flag and burn it and kill a cop. I was so happy. I think they're very proud when one of their students gets arrested or burns down a building or loots a Walmart. I keep a list, and at last count, I have radicalized 63 kids who all believe they're the next Che Guevara. Can you top that? I can. Professor Dobbs here. I've been tenured at this university for 31 years, and I've radicalized 97 of these little Marxist devils. And I don't even feel a little bit guilty. I mean, if these kids are so stupid that they actually believe the BS we feed them, they deserve whatever happens to them. You know, I actually met the parents of one of my more idiotic students once. If I had a couple semesters with them, they'd have been out smashing windows with their kid. Talk about dumb. But hey, you know, without really dumb people, we could never pull this off. And the best part is, we get to sit here and watch. We don't have to do anything ourselves. Is that great or what? The fact is, our colleges and universities are filled with evil professors and administrators. And their only goal is to radicalize our kids and make them hate you and hate America. Why do parents still send their kids to these places? If you knew that your kid was going to be exposed to constant hate and that they have a better than 50-50 chance of coming out of college with no skills except to know how to chant stupid things and yell at the police and call you racist and tell you that you're the problem with America, why are you doing it? You didn't spend all those years chauffeuring your little bundle of joy around to soccer games and play dates. Play dates, what a joke. And school plays and movies and whatever, only to have him or her come home and spit in your face and call you a fascist pig. Do you like it when your neighbor tells you that little Johnny has been siphoning gasoline from his riding lawnmower to make Molotov cocktails and he wants to be reimbursed? Do you at least get a t-shirt saying, I spent $250,000 sending my kid to college and all I got was this Marxist loser living in my basement? These schools need to be defunded. It's as simple as that. They're doing far more harm than good. What little good they do is far outweighed by the evil things they do. Human life has value, and in the old days of human sacrifice, they knew that. College professors of today don't value human life. If they did, they wouldn't use their young, inexperienced students as misguided missiles aimed at trying to take down our government and replace it 
with socialism or Marxism. I wish there were more new colleges starting up. They could advertise that they'll educate students only and not fill their heads with talk of revolution. They could try to instill in their students a sense of how to think for themselves, how to gather information and digest it and form some rational conclusions about it based on their own research. It seems we have a whole generation of students who can't for the life of them figure out the difference between right and wrong, good and evil, truth and lies. That's so sad. And their parents are as much to blame as their teachers and college professors. Teachers and professors see weak children because their parents are weak and they take advantage of that weakness. That's their evil. And they see nothing wrong with their actions. After all, to achieve great change, sometimes lives must be sacrificed. Colleges and universities should employ professors who are both liberal and conservative so the students can see both sides, but they don't. They only employ radical leftists, so they're complicit in the evil. If enough new colleges and universities were started and were places where all ideas are valued and debated and promoted, students could really learn. That isn't happening at most colleges today. Students are brainwashed and learn only the thoughts of the radical left. And we thought the evil of human sacrifice was long gone in our so-called enlightened age. But it isn't, and we should be ashamed. It's alive and well on just about any college campus. Only now it isn't a god that needs to be appeased because the left doesn't like god, any god. Now it's done to show your loyalty to the Marxist state. I wish it would change. It should change. But will it? It can if people will just stop funding these training grounds for revolutionaries. Defund colleges. Do it now.